What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film's Fresh Cuts, where we sit down and talk about new release movies out on your favorite streaming services or in theaters. Today, we're finally sitting down to talk about Marvel's newest blockbuster, Thor Love and Thunder. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello. So it's been a while since we've done one of these, but I, I, I think I remember how to do this. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off spoiler free. We're going to voice our, you know, our opinions on the movie without any spoilers. And then once we run out of things to talk about non-spoilers, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, make sure to go see Thor Love and Thunder and then come back and listen to the rest of this review. So, I don't know who wants to start, but somebody start. I'm go first. Okay, cool. And, not spoilers, what'd you think about this movie? I thought the movie was pretty good. I don't think it was as good as I had hoped it to be. Because of my specs, my, how I hold the previous film in this franchise. In high, I would hold in very high regard. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies, and that may have skewed my opinion or my enjoyment a little bit. But that saying, I did like the movie. I did find it enjoyable. I liked, I liked how I mean I could say he's in the trailer. Gore, yeah, I like how Gore was handled. Gore was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Um. This was a much more comedic film than even Ragnarok. And I think Ragnarok balanced it much better. I, I think they went a little too ham-fisted, in my opinion, with some of the comedy, which I'll talk about when we get the spoilers. Uh, there's one part of this movie which falls into which I've bitched about before in other movies, I'm not going to say what it is, that I absolutely hated. Probably my one biggest issue I have with the movie. Uh, so the cinematography was cool, like some of the treatments they did with where they end the different places they end up going. But uh, I thought it was a good movie. I definitely think it's something you need to see in theater if you're a fan of of uh, of Thor or, or Thor or any of the Marvel movies. And um, I'll talk a little bit more about it in the spoilers uh, spoiler section and whatnot. But it it feels to me like a lot of the Phase Four MCU movies have. But there you go, dear. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel the same. I I love the the black and white areas. Yeah, that was really cool. It was really cool how they just muted everything except for some of the what color they wanted. Yeah, what they wanted in there. I find that really neat. Um, love Gore. Needs more Korg. Love Korg. He's my favorite. Um. There was a few places that I I was like, eh, I could leave it, take it or leave it. wasn't wasn't necessary. Uh, but for the most part, I liked it. Um, this was kind of a meh movie to me. It just like I I watched it and I went, you know, I don't hate it, but I'm just like in this in this mindset of like, I understand where they're going in phase four. Like I understand the end game here and who the big baddie is and all that stuff. Because if you've watched the shows, you'll figure it out. But 
which is which is kind of annoying that you have to watch the shows in order to figure out certain things about what the movies are doing. And it, it's just like phase four is kind of just like, I mean, the movies are fine. But I I feel like we're not going anywhere. We're just kind of focusing on one thing at a time. Like we're doing like, hey, here's a couple multiverse movies. And now here's Thor doing this thing that really doesn't affect anything else other than just <laughs> Thor. And um, the, my biggest issue with this movie is that they don't, I figure they could not figure out the tone, like where they wanted to go. It's like, hey, here's a bunch of jokes, but here's a really serious part. And then here's some jokes right after that serious part. I'm like, I, I'm fine with the comedy of Marvel. I've, I mean, I've, been, I've watched every movie they've put out, and there's a lot of comedy in Marvel compared to if you watch like mm-hmm. DC and like Ragnarok. I, I'm, I'm with you, Dan. Like it is one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's probably one of my favorite superhero movies. Cause it was so yeah. well done from beginning to end had mm-hmm. a really convincing villain. It all in the end though, it led to the bigger picture of what is about to happen in, uh, it, with the infinity saga. I just feel Marvel just doesn't under like they like they have an idea, but it's not really going the way the fans want it to go. Because I think like, fate. Oh, good. I'm just saying like they just it's they, they're kind of lost after fate after the Infinity Saga ended like Endgame post Endgame has kind of just been like we've gotten some entertaining stuff, but it's like I, I really want to see the progression of like what's going to happen. Like it doesn't need to be always leading to that same end, but like, give me the little bits of those little bits. Like they did at the end of all the phase one movies or even phase two, where it all led up to Thanos. Like we know Kang is the big bad for phase four and five. Spoiler alert for Loki. Like you figure that out. I don't even think they say his name, do they? In Loki? No, but but I mean, that's ultimately what what you kind of the picture you that is painted for you. Yeah, I, I think there's too much padding in phase four. I literally think it's like like you said, it's like, all right, we need to do these movies for these franchises, but we don't want to like push the agenda too hard. But like, that's what we want. We don't want this meandering because it's just like literally that's it. It's like it's like this is like a sampler platter like, oh, here's more cosmic stuff or here's more multiversal stuff just to kind of get you guys a flavor for it and then we're going to really lean but like we have to have something you're not giving us you're not even dangling a carrot in front of our face you're just like things are just happening christian bale was the best part of this movie yeah but he was in the wrong movie like he was he was like he's such christian bale is such a talented actor and he did such a good job with thor but it just didn't seem like he was put in the right movie. Yeah. And I'm like, and the one thing that really drove me nuts about this movie, and I've had complaints about it in, um, we, when we talked about another movie that is far beyond worse than this, I mean, <laughs> but it's jokes that go on for too long. Yes. Like they play up a joke. Yeah. Funny. You're like, ha ha. But then it goes on for like 30 seconds and you're like, we get it. Just please move on. Maybe that's the thing to do these days. I, I've seen a lot more movies, I guess. I don't know. It's just to be honest, like I, I said, 
I, I've talked. I love Taika Waititi, and I think he I has did. done a great job with pretty much everything that he has done. But to be, I, I feel like this is my least favorite Taika Waititi anything. Just, I just didn't. I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like walk out going, "Man, that was a great movie." Yeah, I didn't have that. I to be like, honest, yeah, I don't. Right. This is. Like, it's one of those ones where I was like, I don't even know if I'll go back. Like, I, I'm going to watch this again. It's on what's on Disney Plus. I know my kids will want to watch it or whatever. And I'll be sucked into watching it. But it's just not like Ragnarok. See, I think I think you're right. I think we'll get into this. this was, I think there were too many. There, there was these really heavy. Serious notes in mm-hmm. the movie with multiple different characters, but like all of that was just blatantly washed over with jokes like there was no balance it was either jokes and be ridiculous or be like really somber and serious like there was no like median ground or none of that it was just like one or the other we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more in the spoilers about like certain things that just don't make sense especially if you think back to i mean yes thor and Thor: the dark world are probably some of the weakest marvel movies but mm-hmm. they estab- but those were the movies that established this character and other characters in this universe. And I feel like what like Ragnarok, yes, it made it more comedic, but it like it made sense the way that Thor acted and the you know, and everybody in that universe. But then with this one, it's just like they brought back certain characters that weren't in Ragnarok that were in those other two. And they just they played them as a like they were just it was just all jokes. Like just mm-hmm. jokes here, there, and everywhere. I'm like, I I get it, and I I appreciate comedy. I'm not trying to bash this thing for that. Like, yeah, I laughed at a lot <laughs> of this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the screaming goats for crying out loud. Like, every time those stupid things would, yeah. Like, what the, why am I laughing? They're so stupid. I loved them, but it was funny. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get a little bit more, talk a little bit more about that in the spoilers. <clears throat> so this Thor: Love and Thunder was released. July 8th, 2022, on a $250 million budget. And uh, as of right now, it has grossed $601.7 million. Box office, the seventh highest grossing film of 2022. <coughs> it was, this one was again directed by Taika Waititi, who directed Ragnarok. Uh, he also wrote this, which is a lot different than Ragnarok. He didn't write Ragnarok, so you can kind of see the tonal differences with you know this is a taika you know that his hands were more involved in this one uh this is of course chris hemsworth back as thor christian bale as our villain gore the god butcher which is such a badass name it is Uh, we got tessa thompson back as valkyrie she is awesome uh taika waititi who does the voice of korg and Natalie Portman's back. There's a couple other people that are on this list that I'll talk about in the spoilers because they weren't all in the trailer. Uh, well, I guess I could say Russell Crowe is in this. Yeah. You see him in the trailer. He plays Zeus. So there you go. Um, the music was done by Michael Giacchino, but also by Nam, uh, Nami Melamad. So I guess co-op, co-op uh, composers there. This was just under two hours. So from I've saw I mean we're a little late to the party in the review of this movie so there's been a lot of mm-hmm. podcasts and stuff covering this movie and a lot that I've listened to already uh, and I guess there is a um, Taika Waititi I guess has an there's an eight hour 
like they filmed like eight hours of this movie. Like there is like footage that could make eight hours worth of this. And I guess please don't Marvel cut, like made him cut a lot of stuff that would have made this. I feel a more interesting movie. I'm like, how do you have that much to put in this movie and you're under two? I like, I, I would have took another half hour if you just gave me a little bit more. Two hours of goat screaming. Oh, I don't, no, don't. no, I would have walked out. I mean, I, there's only so much of the goat screaming I can take. Or to be honest, I love Korg in Ragnarok. I did not really care for him in this one. He was kind of annoying. He was not as charming. He was no. overutilized. Yeah. He was used too much because he's. I like it when he's kind of used sparing, or he's got like a quip here and there. But then there's just things where like focus on him and focus on him and focus on yeah. him. Yeah, and um, well, that's a lot of what this movie had issues with, in my opinion. So it's just uh, it's it's um, yeah, it's okay. It was a movie. It's okay, it was a movie. I, I this was one of the weak, my line. This is one of the weaker Marvel movies for me. When it comes to phase four. Yeah. I'm just going to base I it off of phase four. That, um, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta, you have Spider-Man No Way Home, which is huge. Fantastic. Probably, probably my favorite movie of phase four. Probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite movies of in the MCU. Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. You got your, you know, it's, it's kind of, that movie kind of feels like this one where it's like, they, I feel like they had a lot more, but they just, they had to cut a lot of it or it would have made a more compelling story. Um, but I like Dr. To be honest, I like Dr. Strange more than I like this. Yes, I agree. Um, but, the, but like, is it better than Eternals? Yes. Eternals, yes. Probably, <laughs> probably one of the worst, even though I'm one of the, one of those people that I'm like, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. Uh, same. I, it was I, okay. I, I didn't, I watched the whole thing. was like, all right, it's, it's there. It exists. That's what I thought about it too. It's good. It's just not memorable. I think that's the thing. Is like, and to me, this movie wasn't memorable to me. Like after I was done, I was like, yeah, there were some good performances and good set pieces and stuff like that, but it just didn't leave it. It just didn't impact me like Ragnarok. Like rat. Like I want to watch Ragnarok right now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just that good. Yep. And ah, Christian Bale, he's just so good. I mean, if I were to go back and rewatch this movie, which I will, like I said before, I have children. And I'm just a sucker. <laughs> um, I've watched a lot of bad Marvel movies and bad Marvel shows and stuff. So I, I guess I could rewatch this again. But um, oh, I just literally lost my train of thought of what the hell I, that whole point was. Wow. Yeah, oh, good. Christian Bale would it be my major reason to go back to watch this movie. Yeah, because absolutely. I, he's so good. He's just so good. Do you guys have anything else non-spoilers before we hop into the spoiler uh, cast here? I'm good. I'm just no. staring at my wife. All right. So if you haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder and you don't want to be spoiled, then get out of here. Go see the movie. Come back when you're done. Mm -hmm. Watch the yep. rest of this review. So if you've watched it this far, if you stop it, you come back. You don't even have to like find where you left off. It'll save it for you. So uh, yep. come back and True facts. watch the rest or listen to the rest. However, you you listen or watch our show. So here we go. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoolers. You've been warned. Spoolers. All right. Let's talk spoilers here. Angela. 
What did what, what were some things that you really liked about this movie? About this movie, God, I can't talk. Say all the bad things. It's okay. All the bad things. Words are hard. <laughs> did you just about flip? Yes, sheet? I forgot I had the lever down so that my chair can recline, and I went to just let, sit back, and I almost went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes just went. Woo. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I've only had one beer. Um, I swear. Uh, this. This is it for me. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. This this chair is pretty solid. Um, what did I like about it? Let's see. Um, I love Valkyrie in this a lot. Um, I love the whole. I love the whole story with Jane Foster, like bringing mm-hmm. her back, mm-hmm. and how her and um. Mjolnir were like how they together. got together. Like, yeah, yeah how the they got Thor. how they got together. Yeah. So this, how they got together. So yeah, so I, it is I a storyline of from the comics. Yes. Of her getting cancer, and then this was the only thing that kept her alive. Oh no, I'm, I just, I'm a, just stating that. I'm just no, I, I like I didn't know. I thought it was a great touch. I actually liked that storyline from this. Because I was worried, I was like, oh boy, how are we gonna do this? And then like I actually had to spoil it for me. It didn't like ruin the movie for me, but I, I thought they handled it well. Yeah. But like the whole the whole thing with Thor saying telling Mjolnir to keep her safe and everything, mm-hmm. and it ends up yeah. being a double edged sword for her, though. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, that flashback where they show like their relationship, like after Falling the apart. dark. So that's so that all happens right after Dark World, because yeah. when they see each other again, it's like, oh, how long has it been? Like a couple of few years. And he's like eight, eight years and like five months or something like that. He knew the exact amount yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, but that that flashback where you see how their relationship starts off really nice, and then it like it just you know starts to crumble like a, you know, like a lot yeah. of relationships. Unfortunately. Um, I really love gore. I really love the whole, just the whole beginning to end. Um, I mean, it kind of tugs on your heartstrings because his daughter, especially if you're a parent, yeah, I mean, you right in the field. I was like, yep. I'm like, damn it. He's a tragic. Good. Don't character. make me cry. He's a very tragic character because it's not like he's not just that generic villain. Like I'm just a bad guy. Like no, he's. He's a grieving parent who discovers that these the gods that he was praying to and like trying like hoping they protect him were just a joke. Yeah, a bunch of jackasses. Mm-hmm. And then of course the the sword that he uses the what is it the necro sword? Yeah, yeah. is because uh, it's it, right there, but it corrupts him. It like yeah. it causes him to do a lot of the things that he does. So I like that whole touch, and that's why Gore is so yeah. good. It's just he's yeah. not in the right movie. He's because. not. It's unfortunate. I, well, he's great when he's on screen, but I feel he was wasted. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his whole his whole design, though. Oh yeah. The, yeah. The, I guess he's more like decaying himself, like with all his the tattoos. You see, like you well, you see more. Yeah, yeah, you see more. I don't know if it's if it happens each time he kills a god. Well, so, he he mentions when he talks to Jane that it's that what's happening to him is killing him too because he realizes yeah, yeah, she has yeah, cancer yeah. and he says okay. oh, the same thing about him he's dying yeah. too. So I guess there was a deleted scene or there was like something on the cutting room floor where it actually shows Gore like scarring himself 
because they're not just natural things that come like show up on his body. Like he actually oh, okay. makes, he actually carves them into himself. Also, that'd been cool. Uh, so the the design of Gore changed based uh, from what the comic book version of him looks like because he looks a lot like. Uh, so the reason that they went with what they went with in this movie is because his design in the comic looks kind of like Voldemort from the Harry Potter movies. So okay, that's like, fair. we don't want him to look, you know, because Harry Potter fans be all up in arms is like, even though whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's why he looks the way he looks, but he looks fucking cool. He looks, he does look very cool. really cool. Strong, cool, strong, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I like? I, I, for the most part, I did like the screaming goats because that that's just my thing. I love. <laughs> so that whole- I think they could have toned it down a little bit, though. I liked it when they uh, would randomly pass and you'd hear them. Yeah, like I, I like that, but not when they it. were like, "That's all they did in their scene." Yeah, was it a little bit much? Yeah, sometimes, but it wasn't yeah. like, "Oh my god, shut up!" <laughs> like, but I guess that whole thing was based on a a meme. It was a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, yes, and then the screaming goat and like the chorus part, <laughs> and yes. that's where the whole thing, like the mm-hmm. whole reason for him having the scream. I was like, oh, of course, take away TV. But it's just like when they they run into the the planet or whatever whatever they, they just, consider it, when they just headbutt it just right into it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is this a planet or just a rock? Like, I, I think it's just a rock. I mean, I don't know. But I like the whole play on shadows and everything. Yeah, I, I, that black that and just, white world is really cool. I loved it. Shadow realm. It's where all the dead people, the bad guys in Yu Gi Oh go. It's fun. <laughs> What did um what did we think of uh um um omnip- omnipotent city? I oh I'm not oh. saying that word again. The, the okay. one that Zeus is king city. over? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it just pulls up it was just a, a stab at the fallacy of gods, worshiping gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean outside of I mean I'm I'm sure there's some no offense, I'm sure most of our listeners are probably Christianity or Christians, but there's probably some underlying text in there where they were stupid about something too, or God did something dumb. But anyway, you notice that a lot in other ones about like just the the vanity of gods, but like in Greek mythology, Norse mythology, and stuff like that. Yeah, like you you hear about that, and I think it just played on that. Like God's just a bunch of fuckheads. Like that's kind you, of the whole you thing. see it in the first in the opening scene. Yeah, when Gore finds his god, I can't remember what his god's name was. Rapu, I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't it's, know. I don't, and uh, he finds him in the this oasis, and he's just a fucking dick. Just yeah. Oh, here's another one. Oh, this one must be mine. Why don't you yep. just go yep. die? I was like, what the. F-? So I guess the, the guy who played him was, I guess, is one of like the he was in the I um. Was it in the? I know what you did in the shadows, the vampire movie with Taika Waititi. Oh yeah, he was one of the yeah. three vamp main vampires in that movie. Oh, was he? Okay. Oh, what, what we, we do, do in, in the shadows? shadows. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like this scene. I didn't. I, I didn't liked either. the opening a lot. Like it's super like gunt wrenching, especially like yeah. you see Gore wandering through this desert. He's got his daughter. By the way, is Chris Hemsworth's daughter? Um. Oh, is it? Yeah, love. 
the one who then ends up being with him at the end. Yeah, it's his actual daughter. His wife's <laughs> yeah, in the movie too. She's the blue. She's the the pirate with the blue hair that he makes out with in one of the montages. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, Rapu is his name. If yeah, you're correct. So I, I mean, that whole scene like of him wandering through, and then of course he's, his daughter's dying, and then she does die, and then he's <laughs> going on man. his search to find something. He's just trying to find find out you know what's got the hell's going on he wants to find his god and he finds him and he's just a piece of shit and uh i guess the last person who had the necro sword tried to kill him and he failed yep. because he literally was like oh so what do you come here to kill me too <laughs> i mean that guy tried it didn't work and the necro sword's there but i guess the necro sword like sent something in him because it like comes out of the ground and Rapu does, I guess, as a god, he can't s- sense these things. And then he gets uh, Apparently not. decapitated by well, Gore. Yeah, because you because before Gore even gets to that oasis, he hears something whispering to him. That's yes. Yep. 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 Necrosword, which is really cool. It, it does, I think this movie starts out great. It's just yeah. it sucks that it sets this awesome tone and it just. Squanders yeah. most of it throughout like, the movie. Like it's two different movies. Yeah. Like Christian Bale yeah. wandered onto the wrong set. It's like I don't think yeah. I'm supposed to be here, but all right. Um this isn't, this isn't Batman. I I just I, I don't know. I, I think my overall census after after watching this movie is I'm just over Thor. I'm just kind of sick of him. I'm just like, I don't care about this character as much as I I guess I really never really cared much about him. I think for me with the Thor franchise, like Loki was, was a huge factor for me liking the Thor movies. And of course, like he's not in this. So it just did, it kind of felt, didn't feel the same. It, it helps when Loki's good to look at. Uh, I mean, he's pretty. Yeah. I mean, Chris Hemsworth. Listen, that man he is <laughs> holy shit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty jacked in this fucking movie. He always is. Well, he actually went apparently above and beyond with his exercises for this movie. He was like swole, yeah. swole city. Somebody had posted a video of him walking in just like his, uh, just like a tank top and pants and boots. And you could just see him from behind. I'm like, Fabio? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was in the, the outfit he was wearing in the beginning of this movie when he yeah. he's with the Guardians. Um, I'm glad the Guardians weren't in this for very long. I and and not for the fact that I don't like the Guardians. They're I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I can't mm-hmm. wait for Volume Three. Like I'm more excited about that movie than I think I am of any other, other than Wakanda Forever. That trailer is so fucking good. But um, can't wait. Uh, but just I, I'm just glad because I was like I just feel this would have turned into a Guardians movie. And to be honest, maybe I. Maybe I've been would have been all right with it, but I'm glad they just kind of were like, "Yeah, I'm so I the Guardians feel the same way I do about Thor." I'm just like, "I'm fucking sick of this guy. Let's get the fuck out of here." I don't want yeah, to this guy anymore. He's just he's annoying. Well, I I feel they did the same thing with Thor that they did to uh, Star Lord in the the last two Avenger films. Because, like, they literally took Thor, which was great. And I liked Thor, and like, especially the, you know, uh, not Endgame, but the uh, Infinity War. first one. Infinity War. 
Infinity War and both. Well, I think it was good in both of them. But like he was an awesome, powerful, strong character. Showed how powerful he was, you know, fighting Thanos and shit like that. And then, of course, he has a little lull at the beginning end, uh, end game or whatever. But, you know, he was cool in those movies. And Peter Quill was just like this incompetent dumb fuck. Like that had he was just yeah. he was a wasted character in those movies, and they flipped him in this, and now now Thor just most of the film. I know he's supposed to be lost and finding his way or whatever. He just feels like an incompetent dumb fuck for a lot of the movie, yeah. and I hate that because I he, he's supposed to be this powerful noble character, and he's yeah. none of that. I mean, I, I get his all the shit he's been through. I mean, his literally his father, his mm-hmm. parents are dead, his brothers dead, um, yeah. his. His, his Asgard is gone. It's completely obliterated. Like yep. he lost Mjolnir, and he he went through all the events of Endgame or of Infinity War and in Endgame. And uh, you know he's just I I would understand the fact of him like I don't want to fight. I just want to relax. I just want to just escape all this just bad shit going on but instead mm-hmm. we get this clown like he's a legit mm-hmm. clown yep and the 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 jokes just don't land with him yeah i'm just kind of i'm just like i'm just over this and then at the end of this movie it says he'll be back and i'm like give him a break man i'm, I'm done i just want a break from this guy but if you're gonna make another thor make a valkyrie movie just mm-hmm. focus on her because tessa thompson rocks she is awesome i want to see that where's my like disney plus show of like new asgard where it's just like the adventures of of uh valkyrie you know being the the king king of uh, she's considered the king of uh new asgard yeah yeah she's credited as king valkyrie yeah and um and just like you know and then she goes off and does like cool things but instead like we get (laughs) thor like legit, that's what he's like. Hey, buddy, I got a, Dude. I got a cool. And oh my god, can we talk about the fact that Mjolnir and a uh, uh, Stormbreak or whatever the fuck this stupid yeah. axe is called is sentient now? Like they're like super, like they're like people. They're like the fucking axe is like jealous. It's like that whole thing made me so. I'm like, this is this is terrible. It was dumb. This it was so, so dumb. Stupid. Like, the first time it happened, I'm like, okay, it's a joke, right? I get it. Like, it's supposed to be ha-ha funny. But this is what I'm talking about. The joke for that that shtick kept coming up. It's not funny. It's supposed to be an analogy for moving on to somebody else. You're like, oh, you know, James was somebody else. It's fucking stupid. It was really dumb. Like, the first time, it was like, okay, that's that's humorous. But then after that, it just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And I'm sorry, they were like for like a couple times, but the goats got annoying for me as well very quickly. And again, Korg way overstayed his welcome because he narrates a chunk, you know, big chunks of the movie. And then the I don't mind the, those the whistling stick with the, oh, the goats. Yeah, it kind of like it just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. I was like, sad, though, when he I thought he died. But it's just his face. Like I was like, oh, no, not Korg. Like as much as I wasn't enjoying him as much in this. I didn't want to see him get destroyed. Actually, surprisingly, like, because I love Korg and Ragnarok. I love Korg and Meek. I thought they were great characters in Ragnarok. And, like, he died and got hit. I'm just sitting there like, I had no reaction. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess he's dead now. Like, like surprising, because I like those characters. I just felt nothing. 
I was like, okay. No. Okay. And then she picks up his face and ties it in her hair. Yeah, that was, like, okay. I mean, I, it, one of the scenes that was really like that kind of threw me off with Korg was when they are going off into the shadow realm and Thor and Jane are having this actually really heartfelt conversation on the deck. Yep. And then it goes back to Valkyrie talking to Korg and Korg's just going off about just it, it's more of like comedy, but like he says, like, oh, yeah, so you know how we like we meet another like pretty much Korg species. They they're gay. They, they you know, it's a man and a man. They hold hands over a fire and it forms another Korg. I yeah. can't remember what the species of uh, what he what he is. What he is. But he do you know his species shows up in um well spe or his race shows up in uh the second Thor. Does it? So in the second Thor, when you first see Thor, he's on a planet with all of his, you know, all the people, all his former friends that are now dead. Um, and the the big rock thing comes and he does the thing and he smashes into a million pieces. Yeah. That's the same that's the same race as Korg. Oh. All right. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but I like that whole thing like where I just it kind of threw off the conversation that Thor and Jane were having with the in the conversation. I feel like they were trying to like, oh, it's a similar conversation, but it's like, no, there's a lot more jokes in this one. And it's just like it throws off the tone. And that's what I mean. It's like it's like they have these serious moments or these serious times. And it's like it's either it's that or it's just a lot of comedy, which there tends yeah. to be more comedy that drastically offsets the serious tone that they're trying to pay with gore or Jane with cancer or Valkyrie dealing with, you know, being king that she doesn't really want to do. I mean, she does, but she wants to go out and fight like she used to. Yeah. And like it's just and the Korg is just. He's just a comedy relief, but like I said, they just use him way too fucking much. Yeah, and Meeks just, in like one fucking scene in the whole movie. I just want to point that out. I, I think so. Like my biggest thing <laughs> is the funny. fact that like Thor and Thor the Dark World, of course, aren't very well received. Like I mm -hmm. said before, probably not a probably low end Marvel. Mm -hmm. But if you had the Thor from like Dark World in this movie instead of the Thor we got. I think it would have made a better movie going up against Gore because of the way, like his demeanor. But I guess it's before a lot of the events happen, especially Ragnarok and all that stuff. So, yeah. but like, just because like all these things happen, you turn into an absolute clown. Well, or or even the Thor from Infinity War. Yeah, because he even had all that shit happen, and he's like, you know, we have to do this bubble. You know, he didn't just like fucking oh give up. Oh. I wish he didn't grow no. his hair back. I wish he kept that same do that he had in uh, the short, like cut off I, hair. I loved it. I loved it that, good. that look for him. But I, he grew it back <laughs> for Endgame, so I guess it makes sense. I didn't mind the montages of of Korg talking about like how Thor got back into shape again, and like the whole thing where you know he's doing the chain thing, and there's like a looks like the Watcher or like his same species, like in the background, like chained to the wall. And yeah, then he's yeah. like, he's like pulling on. Um, uh, the Milano. Yep. I didn't mind that. I just didn't like the whole scene where they're like, you know, the Guardians are fighting and then they have the conversation where like Rocket, who is my favorite character in Guardians, is literally like, I thought this was supposed to be a vacation. And Thor's like walking through all casually like, it is. This is nothing. And they're like, hey, you mind like helping us out? And then he just acts like a fucking clown. 
Yeah, and he destroys like, that hole that the temple. And to be mm-hmm. honest, the 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 main the guy who was like the leader or of yeah. of that planet, he sucked too, to be honest. I was like, I didn't like the like I understand like oh my god. Thank you for saving us. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of what I was expecting, but it was more just like it, it just went uh, just I don't even know where I'm going with this. Oh, there I know it's just this is too much, too much jokes, too much. Like, you know, like I said, we lost, we we lost the badass Thor. Like, I understand his character is going to change, but this was a huge change is to his character. And I just, I just, I don't care for it. Like, I mean, it's okay to have some jokes and have some humor, but I just don't think this was. There just wasn't a good enough balance because when it came down to him, like when they're fighting, it's just like he's supposed to be strong, dude. Like he with the you know Stormbreaker, he was like fighting Thanos and shit, right? And yeah. like, it just, you don't get any of that. I don't know. I, I don't feel it. I don't know. Oh, one thing I do have to complain about. I got one, my one big complaint for this movie. And you know exactly what I'm getting at when I start this. Anybody who listens knows this too. The scene toward the end with the fucking kids. I like that. Okay. I didn't mind I that. Li- Hold on. I liked it. Hold on. We know the precedent set in this movie, right? About gore and his shadow creatures and how dangerous they can be, right? I understand that. He rallies a bunch of children, gives them <laughs> Oh Jesus. You're temporarily gonna the, you're gonna be for, that guy, right? Or like a kid army. They got a kid army. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So rallies this group of children <laughs> to fight these shadow monsters, right? When you notice how dangerous they can be, this dude has killed gods before, but he's okay with sending children into battle. But he gave he that, gave it doesn't them matter. But other gods have died. His. You want to know what they stole this from? So Shazam. they. They did, and I fucking hate that Shazam ending. too. It's literally the ending of Shazam. That is what it this is. Movie it's, is. And I was talking to my buddy, and I was bitching about that because Shazam should have been Shazam's outing to be Captain Marvel. Sorry, he's Captain Marvel's guys. So. Fuck off if you didn't know that. No offense. No, don't do that. How rude. He's Captain Marvel. That's who he is. And were you excited for that trailer for Shazam 2? No, not really. Unfortunately, I'm upset after how the first one ended and it didn't go into... Mr. Mind better be in that movie. But that's beside the point. But the thing is, I just... I just... Whatever. I just don't like that situation. Like, because it sets this precedence for him being dangerous. Like, nah, we're just going to have superpowers for little kids and they'll beat him up with bunnies and rocks and... They didn't beat Gore up. They were fighting his henchmen. I understand that, that, but you saw them fighting the other Asgardians and stuff. Mind you, I know he gave them powers, but these are trained warriors. These other Asgardians, and they were dying. There's, there's, it's, it's this tonal thing that I'm talking about. It literally neuters the significance of Gore. Like, all right, we're gonna have all these little kids fight up and beat beat up his monsters. And he's, they're not a threat. It's irrelevant. It literally takes the impact of the character away. Like, ah, I'm going to give superpowers to little children, and they'll beat him up with a bunny rabbit. I did like the bunny rabbit, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It would be no different. I'm like, all right, dude, we're going to have a super powerful villain like Thanos or Kang, but we're going to have little kids beat him up because it would be fucking hilarious. When you, you know, when you're sitting this whole movie building this dude up about his fucking daughter being killed, dying, and this man trying to save his daughter, this whole journey and him becoming corrupt and slaying all these gods and some twisted vengeance, 
Now little kids are going to beat up shadow monsters. That's the joke. I thought it was so poorly handled. I fucking hated it. I'm sorry. It was dumb as shit. That is my biggest complaint about this movie. Have we said anything positive about this movie? I feel like we have. Yes. Yeah, we did. We did. Because we liked, we talked about gore. We liked the whole gore. Like how it was. I liked liked his shadow monsters. Monsters, I I liked his. I like Jane. Jane I like her as the mighty Thor. I like her sacrifice I, I at like, the end of the movie. I wish they showed us the whole thing, though. I wish it wasn't just she hears something, she goes to New Asgard, she sees the pieces of Mjolnir, and then you don't, and then she pops up when Thor comes back. Like, oh, who's that? But yeah. I want. Where was the? I wanted to see like the pieces. I guess that was shot. There was a scene where like the pieces come together, break out, and then it shows her transforming into the mighty Thor. I liked her hammer, how it had like that oh, it like break into pieces. It's, it's in pieces. Yeah. Yeah. It's really so cool. fucking cool. So, I was so like, cool. Yeah. Um I I wish it did it ex- really exp- I feel like it probably did, but I just didn't pay attention enough. Did it explain why Milnir was killing her? Was it like it preventing? Something. Was it prevent? It was like the treatments were, pre- or her being the mighty Thor was preventing her body from naturally from fighting naturally off the fighting cancer. it off. Yeah, it was yeah. just block. Yeah. It was just literally causing it to disappear in the because she was a completely different person when yeah. she's the yeah. mighty Thor. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, yeah, I thought the angle that the more she used it, the faster it killed her. Even though while yeah. she was mighty Thor, uh, you know, she was you know. Invulnerable, essentially, for the most part. You know, she was Thor. She was like Thor. Oh, but I would have stayed. I would have. She faltered. I would have been fine. I would have stayed. Died, and she became the new Thor. That would have been great. <laughs> I'd be all about it. I I do want to state the fact that they technically. I don't know. I don't think they technically beat Gore because he did get no. to eternity at the end. Like they, I mean, there was a good I feel balance. like they did in a in a more in of a way. psychological way because Thor convinces him to use his wish to take get his daughter back instead yeah. of killing all the gods. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, yeah, but I mean, like, like actually in battle, because he succeeds in making it to eternity. So technically, yeah. he got what he wanted, but he got his he wanted to bring his daughter back. What did we think of Russell Crowe as Zeus? <laughs> as much of a pompous <laughs> asshole as I feel he should have been. <laughs> I, I just was, love I, that. I like, Russell Crowe, <laughs> Russell Crowe is, uh, he's, you know, he's getting older. It's been 22 years since Gladiator, where I think a lot of people are like, you know, he don't look like, I just, it's been 22 years since that movie yeah. came out. He doesn't look yeah. like that anymore. He's a bigger guy now. And he just doesn't, I just like that he accepts that. And I love, did you like the accent? His Greek yeah. accent? Yeah. yeah. So he filmed it, all of his scenes twice. He did it in a norm, in his, in like a normal, I'm guessing probably in his natural accent, which is Australian. Yeah. And then he did the Greek and they're just like, ah, this scene, this is funnier because it doesn't sound very good. It's terrible. I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I agree. Because it, it felt his, it filled like the rest of the gods. It felt like that was his, he was a pompous asshole. Oh, yeah. Like they were most of them. I mean, were Zeus has always movie. been portrayed oh, as a yeah. pompous asshole, even in uh, actual myths. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the man go around, fuck all the women. Like, absolutely. Having babies with everybody. Then, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Literally everybody. Um, we, we see about that at the very end of the movie. But that's the thing is so. They go there to get the Thunderbolt because they feel that is going to be the the crucial piece to help defeat Gore. 
Well, actually, they wanted to get an army, and then they like, no. Right. The guys are like, we're fine. We're here. As long as we're here, we're safe. We know he's out there, but we just, why go fight him when we could just chill here? And Thor's like, the fuck, man? I, like, worshipped you. I was like, you were like, <laughs> like, I was your biggest fan, pretty much. He's like, because uh, yeah. I love how he makes fun of Thor. Because he's like, oh, you know, because I'm lightning, you gotta be thunder. Yeah. yeah. I feel but like they take a cars, a cars reference. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you just, you just see, you just see Zeus as he throws his he, he throws his lightning bolt, just kachow, and you're like, no, yeah. please right. God, no. Um, but yes. so Thor ends up getting the thunderbolt and throws it through Zeus's body. You see him fall like the Emperor at the end of Return of the Jedi down this just endless <laughs> this endless hole. And then he just shows up like he's like nonchalant to like patting his chest like they're healing him up like wait and they're like hey Hercules why don't you go fight Thor and I'm like no one gives a shit about this I don't care I was so no. like after when I saw that postcard scene I'm like okay cool <laughs> so we're getting like so we're getting us we're getting a Clash of the Titans three cool yeah yeah can't wait so did it did it feel like the post credit scene at the end of Eternals you're like. Star Fox? Oh, uh, was that the one where uh, the dude from One Direction shows up? The one with the little elf or the one voiced by Patton Oswalt yeah, it, shows it's, up? And, it's yeah. Thanos' half-brother or whatever yeah. he is. Or some and the little yeah, elf guy looks Titan. fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. It, Harry Styles or whatever. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yep. Um, <sighs> no, I was more excited about the Blade one. The post-credits scene where the guy's got the sword and it's like, oh, you hear Blade's voice. You're like, oh. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Because <gasps> he's supposed to be Black Knight, the guy who was going the sword was supposed to be Black Knight. That's probably the best thing about that movie. Um, Fair point. And, and all I did like the Celestials. I like yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. design of the Celestials, but that's about it. Yeah. So um, I like the whole. I I kind of like the the whole ending. I think the ending was good. I like the fact that like Thor convinces Gore to change his mind to get his daughter back instead, and then pretty much promises gore that he would take care of his daughter and her daughter's name is love so that's where you kind of get the title of this movie i thought that was weird as fuck well so i don't think that's where the title comes from i think it also has to do with him and jane's rekindled relationship um but you see how like his daughter comes back but you know so jane's like in rough shape pretty much they say if you use the hammer one more time you're gonna die Mm -hmm. And she does because she knows that he needs help. She yep. and you see that she goes, she's going to Valhalla because she turns into the little gold flakies and flies away. And then we have to get the end credit scene where you see her going into uh, into Valhalla. Like, Just right. to have Idris Elba there. That was about it. Yeah, how much they pay him to be there for twelve seconds? I wish. Jane, it, I wish Jane, he would. Wish it, oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would have paid him a little bit more and had him yell, "It's we're uh, we're going to cancel the apocalypse." Then I would have been really fucking happy, but it had nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> um, Heimdall's son, though. Oh my god, that whole scene where he pops up and him and Thor just going back and forth about his fucking name. Talk about irrelevant comedy. Oh my it's god, what, Ac- Axel. Axel, oh, I don't even know what his actual name was, but he did. But he wanted to be called Axel. Yes, like, he just keeps know. calling him the his I real name, or his. He, they keeps calling him the other name. His 
the name Thor knows. And he, yep. I'm just like, this is going on for far too long and it needs to stop. Also, yep. did we really need the, uh, the play scene again, where it's, uh, the play that's going on, that's t- recapping Ragnarok and it's got fucking yes. Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Playing. I'm sorry. I love the acting trope. I'm glad they're back in this <laughs> fucking Sam Neill was there. Uh, uh, he was in like, Ragnarok it. too. I know it was great. <laughs> And then fucking, I love Matt, Matt Damon, Matt Damon and then Luke, and then Luke Hemsworth, uh, the older brother yeah. of Chris was the yes. four. I love how they show up later too, after the kids are taken. It's like, King, King Valkyrie, would you like us to go do a performance of, and she's just like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Get out of here. And Matt Damon in this terrible British accent. Just, I love that. No, <laughs> I love, dude, I love go. that. I'm sorry. I, I know that like that was another part that I liked because I always liked the acting trope. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. This movie just overall just, just didn't hit the way that Ragnarok hit. I know. I feel there was some really good visuals and then there was some really just eh, visuals, but I feel like that's just how Marvel's been going. And to be honest, the way, the things I've been seeing on the internet about Marvel and the VFX teams that they're hiring and how they're not being treated very well. I've heard about this. And a lot of crunch. And I mean, that's uh, I mean, that's the problem. Marvel's putting out all this shit every they year. The fuck down, they're dude. not going to. Did you see all no, the announcements? No, I... Holy shit. I know. Shit. I'm just, they got two I'm Avengers movies coming out in the same year. Yeah, they had... Somebody had posted all the movies that are coming out and i'm like i had to i had to blow it up i'm like i can't see i can't read them all because there's Uh, so many i just it's like just slow down it sucks i know they won't because it makes them money yeah put the dick down you know i I, and 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 i've been a fan of like i've been on this journey since 2008 i've been enjoying everything i just don't want to see people you know stressing out and being treated like shit just to, so we can pump it like are you serious marvel like you could literally you're you're never gonna go bankrupt you're never gonna lose money you're making billions of dollars on everything you make you remember like when the early days and it was like there was a marvel movie like it was like every year like like everyone like one like once every year every other year yeah. And then we're like, we're like, oh shit, we're getting two this year. Yeah. And then now it's like, what, three, four? So you get like year. three movies, four shows, and I don't. And it's it's, shows, t- it's tough for me when I watch when I when I'm watching these Marvel movies or even the Marvel shows. I'm just like, I want to be hard on some of the special effects, but I'm also like, now you know, I'm reading all this stuff on the internet, on Twitter, and you know, from reliable sources of just like these VFX teams are just being put through so much pressure and just treated like shit just to make things look good. And it's like, well, give them more fucking time. Stop putting out 17 things a year. You don't need yeah. this. I don't need it. I really don't. I really, if, if we went, if Marvel was just like, Hey guys, we're going to slow it down. We're going to go back to two things a year. We're going to do one movie and we're going to do one show. I'd be like, all right, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people wouldn't because this is just their lives. But uh, I'd be okay with that. I, I, the first what four or five years of the MCU was that's how it was. Yeah, it was one movie a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want more. I, I want more recognition for these indie films, or not really indie, but like more of these films that people just aren't seeing in theaters because they're going every every time you see like a movie come out. 
like for instance like nope came out last week which i can't wait mm-hmm. to go see and it's it's i've heard great things about it but like it's like people are seeing it but if it's going up against something that like a like a marvel movie or even a disney movie it's so hard to compete with that for one it's yep. rated r and two it's just like more people are just going to be swarmed over to those things and it's like sucks as much as i like i yes i go to the theaters to see these things because i yep. enjoy them but i also if my theater is showing like i'm gonna go see nope this weekend i you know i saw black phone you know it, it's it's all about giving let these other movies breathe man you're not yeah. gonna lose that much money just chill the fuck out but it's not gonna happen i can say all this it's not gonna change anything no Mm-mm. it won't <sighs> That is uh that's Thor Love and Thunder. I don't I don't really have anything else to talk about here. I, I feel nope. like I feel like uh a lot of negatives. Um I just want to state I didn't hate this movie and I but I didn't love it. And to be honest, phase four has been weird between movies and shows. Uh, it's either you either get a good one or you get a uh, why did I waste six weeks of my life watching that show? It's just, or, it's like, it's, it all feels very meandering. Yeah. Like, it's just, like I said, it doesn't have a positive direction on where it's going. It's like a filler. So you're, I'm getting Marvel fatigue. I am too. I mean, yeah, I, I say that in like three weeks that She-Hulk show will come out and I'm like, well, I'm watching it, <laughs> but I'm also at the point where I'm just not like, oh my God. Oh, uh, I don't even know. What's the next Marvel movie coming out? Wakanda, Wakanda. forever. Oh mm-hmm. man. Well, I, I am excited about that. It looks so mm-hmm. good. That trailer, oh, yeah. that trailer, I teared up a little bit. That trailer was so good. Oh, yeah. And they better do it justice or I will be mad. Because <sighs> you're missing the main, the main man. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. But other than that, like I as much as I like talking about Marvel, I just I, I don't you know, I hope that they figure their shit out with their VFX teams. I hope they treat them better. Stop. You know, yeah. just hire more people. If this is the what's going on, just get more people in there. Like, give more people jobs. Like, clearly, you don't have enough people doing this. You're not giving them enough time. So, if you're not giving them enough time, give them more people. And clearly, you can afford it with yeah. the amount of money oh, your movies yeah. are making. Oh hell yeah! So instead of making people crunch on shit they shouldn't have to, pay them more fucking money. Get more people. Yep. Yep. That's too logical. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the easy way. So the next Fresh Cuts is going to be probably one that I'm going to be doing by myself because it's for two movies. One that I wanted to talk about a long time ago, but I couldn't get the scheduling down. So I'm going to be doing one where I'm going to be talking about The Black Phone. I know it's been out for quite a while, but I still want to do a fresh cut on it. And I'm going to be doing Nope at the same time. So it's going to be like a combo episode. Uh, And yeah, so that'll be the next Fresh Cut at some point. Couldn't tell you when. And I'm also going to be doing something similar for our slice of TV. I'm going to be doing an episode where I talk about the Resident Evil show on Netflix and the boys season three. I think there was another show I was going to do. I don't remember. Um, But me and Angela are at some point, once we can figure out when we're going yes. to be talking about Stranger Things season four, it's going to be a slice of TV, but it's going to be a little bit different than what we usually do on slice of TV. So Stay tuned for that. And that might, I mean, it it's already been out for so for a while, but I'm very still excited to sit down and talk about it because oh, yeah. it's a great fucking show. Soon. Yes. 
Uh, don't uh, don't forget to check out our episode this Friday. It is us. If you are, I swear to God, like if you don't laugh while watching this episode or listening to this next episode of the podcast, then you, there's not a funny bone in your body because we sat down with the amazing Dark Razor and talked about the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie, and it was <sighs> editing. It has made me laugh. Like I listening to why editing and it's hilarious i can't wait for people to i even though i did have to cut out dan's really bad joke fucking serious <laughs> damn it i had to it's listen it. i've allowed some pretty pretty bad things okay that one i, I had to that one i had i was like i had to make the executive i just had to make that decision dan i'm sorry I even I'm cited sorry. the source material. I even stated I was quoting a movie. I didn't even say like, yeah, I vouch for this. You, you got to put the quote in the beginning. You got to say, this is from this and then say the line. That's what I did. And it's not you my did. fault. People don't listen to it. I did. I said you the said quote. Later, I said it. And, I said, and it came out of context. And people would have stopped listening at that point because they would have been like, this guy clearly doesn't like women. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what they think. I'm, but it's your show. You can do what you want. I know Dan's gonna quit now just because I just cut his joke. I'll, I'll squeeze it in somewhere else. He's let he's left in. I've left in some pretty some pretty on ninety uh, on the, on the red line jokes. things. So yeah, that's true. I had to I'm make the exact not- decision. Listen, I there are times where I've listened to things many 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 times, and I'm like, should I leave this in? And I just do it. That one was like, ah, I just, I had to, like, I wanted to leave it in, but I was like, ah, just this one time. I'm sorry. Okay. I, but I know you, you got to do what you got to do. It's your show. If it's your show next time, I'm going to do it. At a, I'm going to do it at some point in the future again and see if I can get it past. We're, uh, we're, listen, we're getting, not, more, not we're getting more, we're getting more people listening. We're getting like way more downloads on the show. I'm trying You're not to, to like, to I don't want to, I don't want to anger the, the new fan base right off the rip, yeah. you know? Chill out. Hey, welcome to our show. Here's I won't a... be censored. He's got to <laughs> cut me out, but I'm still saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I want to thank though. We've been getting a lot of downloads yep. from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what's that all about? It's thank like 160 guys. downloads in the last like 20 days from Saudi Arabia. So to all our Saudi Arabian uh, okay, uh, fans you, you, out there, you get we too bad. I'll just the, take all the mouth. downloads. Also, Canada. We've been getting a lot of downloads from our. Friends yeah. up north, we appreciate all that. We've been, we we've have been killing it over Canadian the podcast services. Friends. It's been it's been a joy to check the numbers every day and see uh, what we've been doing over there. So thank you to everybody who downloads the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody who's been subbing to the YouTube and leaving comments. Thank you to all the people who have been leaving comments on my tweets for stuff that we put in our new podcast episodes. It's it's this this last two weeks have been like kind of crazy for the show, and I'm mm-hmm. loving every minute of it. So. Thank you all so, so much. Yes, thank you. Before we uh, get off, to, we already went off into a tangent, but before we get into <laughs> something else, this has been Dissect That Film Fresh Cuts. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.